produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward, special TASA Midwinter Edition here in Austin, Texas. And I have a special guest, Dr. Cornelius Gilder, proud superintendent, West Sabine ISD, joining me on the show. Now, I follow you on Twitter. We've had some communication. This is our first time to meet, so I want to give you a warm welcome to The Path Forward, and I'm excited to have the conversation. Hey, thank you, man. Uh, listen, I've, I've seen your work. Um, and I really appreciate what you're doing for educators. You're giving us a great outlet. Um, and so what I see you do for schools through the lens of the leader, that's, that's a big deal to me. And so uh, whenever I got the, your message, I was like, what? That's so nice. That's neat. I'm, I'm, I, yes, I'm in. Let's figure, <laughs> let's figure it out. Well, I'm glad. And you know, my goal was always to, to bring number one, some audience, some information and share solutions. But also, as you well know, it can be a lonely seat. Yeah. It can be true. a lonely seat. And we don't really take a lot of opportunity to have discussions and have some fun and talk about the things that we love because we're always yeah. trying to figure out the best thing for our district, our kids, our community. That's so, true. Uh, it, it gives you guys an outlet, gives me an outlet, and, and I really love to do it. So let's, let's jump in. So for, for our listeners, and we've got school districts across the country that we talk to and work with. So Wes Sabine, give us a little bit about your community and your school district. So just a few key things uh, when you hear West Sabine, um, our major characteristics, we are extremely rural. Okay. We are a small town in deep east Texas. Uh, when I say deep east Texas, I mean deep <laughs> east Texas. Um, in some cases, the closest car dealership may be in Louisiana. Um, it's, it's very common for us to, to do daily business in Louisiana. Um, I've had teachers that, that live in Louisiana that come and work for our district. Um, we've, we kind of phased out of that. But anyway, um, our town is a very special place. I mean, it's a place that is, that is just steeped in my heart um, because we have a lot of great people who want to do well. They want to perform well. Um, my kids love school, and that makes my job so easy. And so um, just, I mean, we're small. But, but we have big heart. I mean, it's, and if I could only tell you, I could only show you, I can't, it's kind of right. hard to put in the words. So you just invited me is what you're saying. To I come. sure did. Okay. I sure did. Special edition from, Piney, <laughs> from the Piney Woods, baby. <laughs> I, I love that. And, you know, rural schools have some challenges, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, obviously. But before we dive into that, tell yeah. me about some of the highlights. The first semester, you know, we're kicking off a new year. Hopefully everything is, quote, unquote, back to normal. Yes. Give, me some, give me some highlights from your kids. So technically, this is my second full year. Okay. But I started Christmas, so this is really my third academic year. And so we have, oh, my goodness, we built the tidal wave so high that even now we're riding the wave. We, we kicked off with uh, brand-new mission, brand-new vision, man, brand-new mantra, brand new core values, all of that. But the thing is, what we did, we, we created this whole framework based on what's already in them. And so with that being said, success just magnetizes to my kids. Mm -hmm. So we, are, um, we just finished our full uh, calendar year with some of our staff. That, uh, we made some big changes last year. And so now, culturally, we are, we are through the roof, man. Really? Um, so when I say that, um, we have had we have big events. Well, this year we did a, a major event because this summer our district grew twenty percent. Um, oh, wow. it, it was phenomenal. And so when I when I say that, 
we, uh, we got to October and I said, okay, we're going to shut this down because we're going to have a district-wide celebration. And okay. so that was a big deal. We, uh, at the elementary campus, because uh, my elementary is pre-K through five and my secondary campus is six through 12. So it's a school within a school. I have three principals. But anyway, I met with my principals and my directors. I said, hey, we're going to celebrate the successes of our district. And so we had our first annual, you know, it was, it was just massive growth, massive climate growth. Um, everybody's bought in. Our social media is on fire. Um, the kids are coming to school every day excited and ready to learn. We worked out some, we went through all of the red tape and our kids eat lunch for free. There you and, go. Um, we, we managed to just do a lot of administrative things to make school school for them. So what they, we have just celebrated so much. So um, my twirlers, I have twirlers that are going to state this year. So we just had a major so showcase there. Um, my cheerleaders performed and made it to the finals for the state spirit um, events. Um, we kicked off powerlifting for the first time this year since about 20 years ago. And they just won their whole meet. Really? Um, and so this is a, the first year in 20 years, the first year, the first year that we are back in. Wow. And so my girls division and my boys division just won their first meet. Um, and so that's great. Um, oh, man, it's just so much to to think about. But my campuses have been successful. Um, and when I say successful, it feels like school. Right. If you come to our district, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's it's this thing, it's this thing. And so I have parents that reach out to me, it's like, hey, can I take my kid to your school? And I was like, so we'll have to talk about that a little bit, <laughs> but that's a big- You're, you're creating demand, yes. demand to come to your school. Oh yeah, because we, we are about it, man. We just had our 100 day celebration the other day. Um, and what we, what we invested in is culture. Mm -hmm. So we have four core values, communication, consistency, credibility and culture and we just really dived into culture first because if you're proud of yes. what you're doing and you see yourself in what we're doing the buy-in is just it's it's massive it's through the roof and so really it's kind of hard to oh we're the academic champions so uh my elementary won by a long shot my middle school won and now high school goes in the spring, so we're the academic champions again. And I want to say for my elementary campus, this is like our maybe 19th consecutive year. Oh, um, yeah! Wow, we're killing the game. Yes, and uh, we are killing it. And so we hosted that. Um, my teachers, they they're just happy to be at work. Um, we've instituted some new uh, some new minutes within the calendar so that they can have some time to kind of recoup and refresh. Sure, um, and plan together, uh, which is things that have never been done. That's what we're trying to do. We're about, we are an innovation district in Deep East Texas that's trying to figure it out. Right. So that, not like I said, number, it's the feeling. Yep. If you go to a game in Cowboys Stadium, you're gonna know that you're in Cowboys Stadium, Absolutely. right? There's an atmosphere, there's an energy. Uh, people have certain expectations when they get there and what they're gonna see beyond on the field even. Exactly. Right. All the other things, uh, that you get as a part of that experience. So that's ex exactly, I understand what exactly. you're talking about. Exactly. If you see a sack, if you see an interception, what happens? People go wild, right? Yes. So that's our hit and that's our fifth C and our four C's is celebration. So if I see you doing something great, we go through the roof for you. And so it is just, it has been a phenomenal, I, it's not a job. I can tell. I, your energy is, is through the roof. 
And so I was going to ask you, you know, how you wear a lot of hats in the community, <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, well, how do you do all this? Well, I can see how you do all this. You've got a lot of energy. So how, how do you do, all, first of all, can you even name all of the roles and responsibilities you have? I can name several off the top <laughs> of my head. Um, so I'm the superintendent, right? And um, I'm the immediate past president, so I did give up. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that the immediate past president seat has duties, too, for what we call the uh, Pineland Service Club, which is very similar to, like, the Lions Club or something like that. Okay. We are a philanthropic but service organization for our area. And so I'm often chairman of this huge event that we have, um, in which we couldn't have it last um, So. I, I'm hip to the game. You got all these positions. You can all the celebrations. You got it all the way down the line. All the way. <laughs> and so I'm also our early learning center. I'm the uh, board president for there. So one of the major accomplishments that we had this year. Oh, this was good. This is a good one. We are bridging things that are going on in our elementary school down to our early learning center. So man, social media push, the atmosphere push. We just shoved it all the way down. Right. So we're educating kids now. From six weeks old oh, wow. to 18 or to, you know, they graduate. And so that has been massive. Uh, so, I, like I said, it's not work. I mean, are, are, you, the, are you, you the mayor? Do you, are you going you to be the mayor at some point? The mayor's one of my employees. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. That's awesome. But, no, it's, we've, we've pushed partnership. Sure. And so in collaboration. And so it's, it's not work. Right. It's not work. I mean, we are, we're building a dream here, man. So, why West Sabine for you? Like, why, why was it? You want to know why? Yes. They trained me. Ah. West Sabine made me. Okay. Um, I will give props where props are due. I went to school at West Sabine. Ah. And then um, I left and went to college at Sam Houston State, and I got my bachelor's. And I got this phone call about two weeks after I graduated from a guy I did not know, even though it's a small rural town, because he had been gone. And so he went and found my mom at work. He was like, hey, I heard your son graduated. We need to talk. and I need some help. And so um, anyway, I didn't have a job. I just, you know. Yeah, I know exactly what that, yeah. Right out of college, you're, you're trying yeah, to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. And so um, I said, sure. So I moved back home, and I started working with this problem. And from there, um, somebody knocked on the door, and it was one day they was like, hey, Miss um, So-and-So's sick. Um, can you come? covered this third grade class what so she ended up with like pneumonia and all these several major ailments right so i became the third grade math teacher for the rest of that semester because i mean i was college educated right so fast forward i'm i'm with my third grade class and we're preparing for the toss test or yeah, so, yeah. tax test <laughs> something. something yeah and um from there somebody came and knocked on the door it's like hey what are you doing i said i'm Teaching my third grade kids. They said, um, go home and change. I was like, why? They said, you, you're not a teacher. They said, uh, they, they said you're, not a, you're not the long-term sub. You're a teacher, right. right? You know you're a teacher, right? I was like, okay. They said, we know you got clothes. Go change. Come, come back. We're actually going to interview you this afternoon. So I was like, okay. So I went home and changed, came back, interview. Boom. We hit the fall. I got a job. Just like that. And so two years later, we get a new superintendent. All is going well. 
Now, mind you, in small schools, we do everything, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a bus driver. I drive the bus, I was a teacher. cut the grass, everything. In the summertime, I was a maintenance person. Yep. I stripped and waxed floors. <laughs> so fast forward, um, I was uh, going to get my bus keys, and the new superintendent was like, come here, son, let's talk. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> He'd only been there like three months. He said, uh, you know you're not a teacher, right? Oh, gosh, what, what am I? Yeah. He's like, it's, it, you, don't, you really don't know what you're doing, right? He said, you're, I'm, I'm a three-year veteran at this time. He says, um, you're touching a lot of things. He said, that's, that's right. bigger than teaching. He said, you're more than that. He said, go get your paperwork. I was like, what does that mean? So I started finding, looking for masters and all of that. And uh -huh. Got in a program. Two years later, I wouldn't even graduate yet. I've been named. So I'm an, I'm an assistant principal now. And this, this thing, this ball just keeps growing, but it's all rooted in purpose. And I know that I'm, I'm over-talking right now. But I believe that if I were to tell any leader out there um, how to reach their destiny, you have to know your purpose first. Yes. And I never forget this. Um, I was asked, and I was eight years old in third grade, and Ms. Chambers, my teacher, asked me, asked all of us, it was an activity we were doing, you know, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? And so it was more to it. And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, I'm supposed to work with people. I know that. I'm right. supposed to be. And she was like, that's not a job. I was like, I know I'm supposed to help people. And even from that day to now, which is 30 years later, I'm still supposed to help people. Yeah. You know, I do believe the good Lord puts you in the position and, and whether you know it at the time or not, nudges you in the right way. And, and apparently that somebody was tapping you on the shoulder, right? Oh, Guide, well. Guiding you on the way. You know, I always like to ask a, a leadership question. So from, from that point to where you are now, how would you characterize your style of leadership? Obviously, you're high energy, you're, you're, you're culture-minded, culture but how would you characterize it? Well, um, my style is um, I'm not a dogmatic leader. I'm more of a charismatic type of leader. But um, teaming is big for me. Okay. So I strategize big on people. So people management is my thing. So I know what my weaknesses are. I may not tell you what my No, go ahead. Give me are, one. Give me but, one. Give me one. <laughs> probably not. Taking on too much stuff? <laughs> well, see, I delegate. Okay. But. You, you got I, nine hats. At the, what are you delegating? I'm not a, let me put it like this. I'm, I'm the people person. I'm not the numbers guy. Gotcha. So I have to make sure that my hire is a detail oriented strategic thinker filling in the gaps yes yes and so we hash together all of the time and it's like well no you can't say that like that and one of my partners will say well that, that's what it is and i was like but you can't say that like right. that you'll be committing suicide <laughs> you you put it together and give it to me let me say it yeah and i will say it and and that's how it works but our people they that leadership style it acknowledges their strengths and who they are it it puts them in the picture and if you see yourself, it's kind of like selling a house, right? You know, get rid of all the family pictures and put mirrors in there because you need, I need you to see yourself in this right. house so you can it's gotta buy this house. It's, it's got to be yours. It's got to be your vision, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Absolutely. Uh, if you could change one thing about education, like instantaneously, what comes to mind? What would you change? Like snap your fingers and say, we're going to change this. I would take away a lot of the red tape. Um, there's a lot of red tape that... Um, through mandates and, um, and this invisible control 
that really pulls the the element of wonder, the the um, the play out of schools, um, and so the style is so rigid mm-hmm. and it, prescriptive, very prescriptive, it's very prescriptive, and it 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 cheats kids mm-hmm. because yes, I want you to get it, but the method, the how, is what's most important. But number two, like I said earlier, you have to enjoy coming to school. Absolutely, because if you don't then you're not going to come. You're not going to learn. You're not going to learn because you can't learn if you're not there. You can't learn if you're late. So I have to tap into your 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 gut, your um, intuition. To I want you to wake up before mom wakes up. Right. I, I want you to be ready as soon. I want you to jump out of bed because, hey, today is school. Because even my daughter does it. She yep. have a six-year-old daughter. And um, she will say sometimes, hey, um, so how many days do we have off? Oh, good, because I'm so tired. And then after so many days, it's like, I'm ready to go back to school. Yeah. And then for my older two children, they get the experience. So um, they were at a bigger school before, and then when we moved back home, it was just like, hey, son, I know you're about to come out for the football team. Hey, daughter, I know you're going to try out for cheerleading. And, and they get to, it's, it's an, my district is an experience. And so all of my, my personal children get to jump in. It's a whole nother job for us because mm-hmm. my wife and I, we're going back and forth, practice here, gymnastics there, right. you know, cheer here, baseball, basketball, football, and all of them. But it's a great experience. Well, fantastic. What are some of the key innovations that either you've seen or experienced that you want to add to West Sabine? Yes. Um, kind of thinking through where we're going as a as a as a career path, and as really as the the future of the nation, what, what I, I think we all believe. Um, but in terms of classroom and, and mm-hmm. schools, what are some of the innovations that you would like to see happen, or maybe want to bring to West Sabine? So you hit the nail on the head when you say career path. So my thing is the first things first. We have got to connect the school to the bigger picture. Yes. And we have been operating segmented in a segmented fashion for a while. And that's not okay. Why do you think that is? Because I, I, I 100% agree, and I don't understand why we won't leverage each other, business, the, the business community, you know, t- into our curriculum, into the experience. Why won't we do that? I don't know because, and that's the conversation that I ask my legislators because I'm also the one of the. <laughs> 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 I'm the I'm one of our reps for yeah, I, I legislative, force. yeah, voice, and so I I go to my legislators and I ask them. You're the middleman. Mm-hmm. You look at, okay, how many people are moving into Texas? You, you pay attention to those numbers. You pay attention to infrastructure. You pay attention to workforce development and all of that. And so y'all make these decisions and right. you pump money into that. But then the school is separate from that. How? <laughs> We're the training facility. Yes. And so one of the things that, that I'm a part of, and oh boy, this, this, this gets my gears going. Um, we have created a, a, really, a, a really a grassroots movement of we have studied the trends of about six or seven counties around my district to determine high wage, high demand jobs. Because some of my kids do not want to go to the university. Some of my kids don't want to leave the area. So we have done this huge study of high wage, high demand jobs in our area. How do I connect my CTE programs to those um, to those high wage, high demand jobs. And so if my kids don't want to leave, but they still 
get to be um, successful, right. that's my job, right? And so I, I've noticed that the conversation is getting a little bigger, which is what I like. So we have our uh, senator and our uh, house reps they're involved in this conversation as well. Texas Workforce Commission's in this conversation mm-hmm. as well. But what I need to happen, I need accountability to step back for a little bit so we can get this system built so that we can turn around. Because workforce development, economic development, and school, that's that's one big happy family. Right. Right. It should all be interconnected. Yes. It's Intimate, almost like intimately. the generations. It's like grandma, mom, and then you. You know, we're all family, although we're in different stages of life. And so... Why can't we do that? That's, a, that's the, the million-dollar question. And, and why can't we do it in school where it's free? Exactly. And, in the, you know, the thing is, so I, I had opportunity to be a superintendent. Now I'm in the private sector getting to hear all of the private sector issues in terms of workforce and, and um, finding skilled work. I mean, from, through all walks of life. And... Everybody complains about the other, so, you know, hey, the colleges aren't preparing and we can't yeah. find, and then the college is like, well, they're not prepared for, you know, you know, K-12 doesn't prepare them for, and yet we won't talk to each other no. so that it's all aligned yeah. so that we're serving, you know, all the interest, which is having a great workforce. So we just got to hit interconnectedness. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're 100% right. Um, and, I, you know... We definitely need, I'm going to come visit you because I, I definitely want to continue this conversation, but I, I really appre- I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your passion for kids. I appreciate you for spending a little time okay. with us. Be uh, ready to eat with the hospitality capital of Deep East Texas. So we will make you feel welcome. You will have something to eat. Are you, all, are you, the, you the president of the hospitality? Uh? No, I'm just the founding <laughs> chair of the Sunshine Committee. But we, that's, that is a priority for us because that's a part of our culture. Absolutely. So you will feel welcome when you come. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm there. You give me a day and a time, and okay. I will be there. We'll work it out, man. And Dr. Gilder, thank you for joining us on The Path Forward. Now, share your Twitter handle because you're a great follow on Twitter. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Cardinal Gilder, C-A-R-N-E-L-L-G-I-L-D-E-R. That's me and... Hopefully you'll find some inspiration there and some energy. Absolutely. And for all our audience, please, you know the drill. Like, subscribe, check out the comments, leave whatever. Say something nice about me. Uh, Talk about his energy, but we, we would love your feedback. Thank you very much. Thanks again, Rick. All right. Produced by Podcast Architects.